Hello. Welcome to my art forum. It's time for post orthodoxy a show about changing our minds. Yeah, baby. With your host, Dark and Ainsley Sevier. Maybe what they believe about reality isn't all of reality. What? I know, right? We are on a mission to have a better time with more people more often. The question is more how do you get there? Post-orthodoxy explores strongly held beliefs, how those belief systems divide or connect people, and what might be found beyond those reality bubbles. Keep calm. Don't lose your head. I've got a piece of chocolate here with me because I got anxiety about doing this. Welcome to this neighborhood. Neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. I'm going to hit record anyway. Yeah, do it. For bloopers. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. Start streaming. Did I even do everything right? I don't know. Oh, wait. I'm... What? (laughs) Going on? Uh, I started streaming. (laughs) A long time ago? I started streaming to us talking. (laughs) That's fine. This is why we're doing a practice run. Yeah. I don't see our stream anywhere. Okay, well, post-orthodoxy test stream just popped up on my phone. Dun, 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 dun. Let's see. Dun, 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 hey, stream. Ah, it says. I'm going to share it to my page. All right, now I have to check all the places. And I'm so curious because this time we actually started a stream to to Twitter as well. And I'm curious oh, to really? see. Yeah, so th- this isn't what tomorrow's going to look like. Tomorrow's going to be completely 100% polished. And we're definitely not using... Um, mm. Handheld props. <laughs> to what? Make it. Yeah, we're totally going to be using handheld props. We are? Oh, those. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I like it. Okay, mute this. No, that is muted. Okay. That's me. That's you every week, darling. I, uh, every this every is time. A test, this is a test run. Every time. It's consistency. <laughs> it's an imprint at this point. Mm. It's a bad imprint. <laughs> hey, if you're watching... Leave us a comment. We're so excited to see you guys. Yeah, we're gonna again. start talking to everybody tonight. We don't have any show lined up. We're just here trying the this equipment. This is just a test. It's been how? When was the last time we were in the studio? Oh my god! End of July. It's been a Let while. Me just look. Mid-season break. Yeah. Was okay. Good. Productive. Yeah, I had a job. Maybe necessary. I had a paying job. Uh, we flipped an apartment and got a renter. In our house, um, I went to go visit family once, and then Dark and I went to go and visit family again together. So all of those are super good things, especially for those of you that have been following my ongoing saga of trying to reconnect with my family after getting a divorce and stopped going to church a few years ago. Um, I've been having a very lovely summer of getting to know my siblings as adults and their lives and all the things going on with them. So we were last hey. in the studio 10 weeks ago. The Twitter thing looks pretty good. It does? It's not up and down? No. Oh my God. It's just us on Twitter now. That's nuts. <laughs> so does that mean I can share that? You, it, uh, yeah. So it should be streaming to post-Orthodoxy Twitter. It is. Okay. So um, I'm going to like that. And then you can retweet that. Retweet this. Let me look at my this. profile. I'm going to do oh, a this quote is so cool. tweet. You know, one thing that I was... Oh, it's not live. It's just a link that we're live. No, click on it. Oh. <gasps> Can people comment on this? Yeah, maybe so. I don't know if it's going to go into the thing. I don't know if it's going to go into my beautiful little chat. Oh, here's a here's a piece of news on Twitter from AccuWeather. From AccuWeather. Okay. A Bible. What? 
<laughs> found opened to Psalm 106 and 107, is one of the few objects to survive the deadly Peshtigo fire. And what was that section? I have no idea. I don't remember. I used to know. Well, what do they say it is? Well, but why Why is that AccuWeather News? That's fascinating. Uh, they've okay. got an audience of people uh, who like that. Psalm 106. Okay. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Who can proclaim the mighty acts of the Lord or fully declare his goodness? That's Psalm 106. And Psalm 107 is the same thing again. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom he hath redeemed from the hand of dot, dot, dot. I don't know. Okay. Post-Orthodoxy is now streaming on Twitter. I'm going to tweet that. That's pretty cool. I just shared it. That's pretty cool. You know, I was really excited. Um, um, I was really excited to potentially stream us on BitChute and on Mixcloud because BitChute is like decentralized YouTube. It's YouTube without the censorship and the algorithms messing with your message and your audience. Um, but BitChute does not allow me to stream to it. I can only upload later, which we'll eventually start doing. And Mixcloud would only let me live stream to Mixcloud if I paid them $15 a month. And I'm just not convinced yet that that's necessary when we're going to start post-producing these episodes and turning them into podcasts. What do you know about Odyssey? I haven't Googled it, but it's in my checklist of things. Yeah. Because some, <laughs> some of the people who uh, have been either censored, banned, banned and censored, uh, they're have, all talking heavily about Odyssey. warned or whatever, yeah. or have been in some sort of um, trouble... For we don't know what the trouble is for, right. for upsetting to be. Ups, for upsetting the algorithm. <laughs> the algorithm. Anybody who has drawn the ire of the algorithm, uh, it seems like they're going to Odyssey. I've never been there. I don't know what that is. Um, let's find out right now because we can do that. That's the power of having a live show. Odd, odd, odd. De, Lauren odd Kennedy is de. now following me on Twitter. Yay! <gasps> Oh, that's great because she doesn't do Facebook. Oh, good. See, yeah. this is the thing. We have to find a way to get away from these centralized platforms. We have to find a way to get away. I've been, guys. Tell us about your rabbit hole. Guys, <laughs> I've I've been living, breathing, and dreaming NFTs. I don't actually need these right now. Um, I've been living, breathing, and dreaming NFTs uh, for the last couple of weeks. And um, I'm seeing the entire, as what? often happens when one is absorbed in a new worldview that you're learning or a new skill that you're learning. I, I see the entire world through this new terminology, this new language. And, um, and I'm very excited about the potential that blockchain technology, cryptocurrencies and NFTs can give us as citizens of the planet um, to be directly in control of our identity in the network to be directly ambassadoring ourselves to our digital neighborhoods rather than having to use Facebook and be prey to Facebook's algorithm and Facebook's decisions about what you are and are allowed to be on Facebook's digital neighborhood and still get to interact with your friends. Um, Somebody on Twitch said, hi. Oh yeah. Is it Susan? New? No. It, uh, who is it? It is Susan. New. Who's that? I don't know. It's the friend that I made in one of my NFT groups today. Oh, right on. <laughs> I love the internets. 
so much. Uh, thanks for joining the show. Do you have any questions? Thank you for joining Susan. New. We, uh, Which ape group are you in? <laughs> no, we're not going to do. I promise, I'm not going to take over the whole show just okay. talking about NFTs. <laughs> no, talk about NFTs. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's a lot. <laughs> we can talk about NFTs <sighs> until somebody else wants to join in and just and talk have about a conversation. something else. Yeah, we've been out of town for a couple months. We have not been in the internet realm broadcasting our whatnot for two months. So we're happy to be back. We are. I'm really. I'm so excited. Stoked about tomorrow's show. We've been shoving so much information into our brains, guys. <laughs> shoving it in, shoving it in. It's true. But anyway, I'm just saying. I'm really excited to have friends that are like meh about the Facebooks, having a, the ability to join us on other platforms like Twitter and Twitch. And I will continue to search for more and more decentralized ways for us to communicate and have conversations about difficult subjects with each other, because I am sure that. Um, open dialogue on Facebook is going the way of the Buffalo um, yeah, well, and YouTube it, yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a big pile of bones of people who no longer interact on the platform. It's true. Well, uh, and people who don't get to interact on the platform because uh, yeah. like dark posts. Of, so I'm Ainsley and this is dark. Um, dark posts a photo of a cloud that looks like a dog and 300 people like it. And 60 people have a guess as to what they think it looks like. Um, and very Freudian guesses at that ladies. Uh, and, but if he posts an article with like actual scientists and virologists talking about shit going on in your life right now, literally no one sees it. Yeah, and we've had yeah. friends that are like, I have to have a reminder in my phone to go and check your page to see what you're talking about because the algorithm will not show it to me, even though I have it in one of my like follow, even though they followed us. Sometimes accidental uh, conversations happen right on mildly related posts that then generates tons of traffic and conversation. Uh, but it seems like it's somehow slipping through the algorithm. Yeah, it's true. And I think partially because... If you see that, have you seen that, this thing I posted on my page? It's a... I keep getting notifications you're posting things on Twitter. That's good, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, that's good. Um, Shout out to Liz Cox for joining in. Yeah, I said hello, and then she asked me if I, if I saw the Flux Woo. <laughs> and I don't... I, no. I don't know what the Flux Woo is. Sounds kinky. Um, <laughs> so, where were... I was saying something. Uh, people, and you're posting things online and nobody sees it. Right. Shadow banning, Shadow. I think, is a real thing. It is. Um, I've had a really good conversation with a friend I don't know, uh, Cameron Cruson. He's a friend of mine on <laughs> Facebook, but I don't know why I know him. I think right. I maybe know him from the underwear circus in San Francisco. Mm. It's like a vaudevillian. It's a kind of like a circus for people on drugs. I don't know. It's a... It's a Edwardian ball kind of circus. Well, now, lots of people are going to say a circus for people on drugs, and they're going to think, many people will think one thing, and yes. many people will think another thing when you say a circus for people on drugs. Oh, so, my God, I might be misunderstood. Somebody, if you need <laughs> clarification, please write, just talk to what us. What does he mean by a circus for people on drugs? I think it's important because what is post-Orthodoxy all about? It, we're about, like... um Cognitive liberty, clarity, critical thinking skills, the ability to recognize when you might be being brainwashed, the ability to discuss our various per per perspectives with each other and get to know each other and not just make assumptions that because you use words that I know those words Drugs. that we mean I'm, the same thing. I could be talking about ibuprofen as far as you know. <laughs> Flux Wu, Explorer's Guide to the Sci-Fi World. 
Uh, she says, this will get you banned. We've been talking about ivermectin oh. on our stream, and it hasn't gotten us banned because now everybody's talking about it. We're so not it, popular enough. We waited yeah. until We're the dam broke. We're not popular enough. Yeah, we waited until the dam broke. <laughs> yeah, we called it the medicine that shall not be named for a really long time. But now we can talk about it because um, it's... A- well, it's, it's a football now. It's a football yeah. that everybody's just kicking around. Well, what it's is a the, meme football. What that, does the yeah. algorithm like? The algorithm likes anything that's going to keep you online as long as possible. So now ivermectin is yet another thing where people will stay online and fight yeah. and have feelings. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah. Uh, plus, it's getting ma- more and more mainstream news traction. I saw a story today from a doctor who claims to be part of the, like, some sort of Doctors for America group or something. I'm not quoting that correctly. But he's like, I've admi- I've treated at least 100 congressmen and their families with ivermectin. Oh, right. And I'm like, bitch, sources, I can't share that. Yeah, give me some sources. But somebody's saying they're doing it, no, you know. No. But yeah, that's not good enough. Speaking, so that's something that I cannot give to you and prove to you, but something that I can give to you and prove to you is that an entire state in India with hundreds of thousands of people treated oh. their entire population with a basket of goodies that included vitamin Here. C and vitamin D, which we've known for uh, way before the pandemic even started, early treatment with vitamin C and vitamin D helps you with the onset of symptoms from viruses so that your body doesn't go into an immune response overload, overload, I like that, overload yeah. that causes you to go to the hospital and have to be put on an intubator and then subsequently die because nobody's actually treating your immune response overload. I'm going to post a link to my Substack, But it also included ivermectin. Where I wrote an article exactly about that. They told the WHO, look, we're sending a health professional to every house in India, in this state in India, with hundreds of thousands of people, and we're going to give them a basket of, of medical goodies, and we're not going to tell you what's in it. And the results came back after, a, like, a month, and um, the entire state had, like, two COVID cases. Meanwhile, the rest of India is just being fucking ravaged. Right. So there's a, a, an article called, uh, Are You a Shit Lib? <laughs> that I wrote last week. Uh, Take can, this quiz. You can find it on my Substack page. I posted it through the Facebook comments, which then shows up. Can you? But you can't click on that if you're on Twitch. It's true, but you can. It's a pretty simple. It's a pretty simple URL. Yeah, darksevier.substack. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see the uh, in my list of articles one that I wrote today, which is sort of. Um, a primer for tomorrow's show. So people who really want to be involved in the dialogue, this is why we have the cameras. This is why we have the chat bot. Mm-hmm. So people can be involved with the dialogue so that we can better be informed about um, our, uh, the things that we're interested in um, for people who don't know post-orthodoxy or have never seen post-orthodoxy. It <laughs> really is a documentation of our process of trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. And we're always looking for people who can correct uh, directions that we're looking in if they think they're wrong or there might be better options for us to look in a direction to inform ourselves on a subject. Right. So that's what these cameras are for. That's what this chatbot is for so that folks can uh, be involved. We're, we're having a dialogue, and we're sort of like Nancy Drew and the Hardy one Hardy boy. <laughs> I'm glad they finally hooked up. Um, Did they really? I never right read now, them. Right now and tonight. Maybe after the show. Um, (laughs) On a journey to try to figure out what the fuck is going on. What were we um, talking about? (laughs) You could know is one of our hashtags. It's one of our... 
phrases uh, you could know. A lot of people are like, well, it's just too crazy. I don't know what's going on. So I just I don't know what was going on. I looked around. There's some crazy shit going on. So I said, fuck that. I don't know what's going on. I guess I'll just go do the thing that everybody's doing. Um, <laughs> you could know. I just don't know. You could know better. I should, you know, you could know is the goal. But you could definitely know better in the meantime. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can. It just takes a lot of fucking work. So what we do on the show is we follow, go down rabbit holes to try to figure out some topic that we have a spidey sense is um, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we share with you that journey. This is how we got our sources. We know that, like, uh, we're dealing with a lot of, uh, we're in a post-partisan world. So if you are rapidly Democrat or rapidly Republican, you may have problems with part of our show. We are neither. Yeah. Which seems to frustrate and aggravate. It can be when you encounter someone that um, I don't have a lot of labels, uh, it can be really threatening to someone that needs labels to feel safe. A lot of people use labels like armor to protect themselves from what feels like a really distressing and sometimes dangerous world. Um, and a lot of the time those labels are your, your pathway into a group that will support you and protect you and guide you and be a buffer for you in, in the realms you're traveling around in. Wait, wait, it's this, you want to turn this off. Yeah. Turn the overhead off. Um, but, uh, but also, using labels like armor um, can keep you distanced from the people around you. And, uh, and when you encounter someone that doesn't seem that isn't using labels like armor, um, what am I trying to say? Like to, it's hard because I'm speaking, it can be I'm trying to speak about my experience <laughs> from the outside perspective. Like, cause to me, I don't feel as though I need to say I don't need to, quote unquote, know if I'm a Republican or a Democrat. I don't need to know that for myself. That doesn't, yeah, I'm not. It's not something I need to know, you know? Like, I don't need to know if I'm bisexual, pansexual, or polysexual. Like You, you can I, actually have an idea about uh, some, some political issue. Yeah. Like some, you could have feelings mm-hmm. or opinions on universal health care. Without... And they don't have to belong to a party. Mm, yeah, yeah. You could actually have those perspectives. Yeah. But when somebody who yeah. has had a longstanding habit of labeling themselves for clarity or labeling themselves for protection, all of which are very valid, um, encounters a person that doesn't ascribe to any particular labels, it can be it can seem threatening because it's like I'm obviously living in a different experience of the planet than you're living, but I am not the threat. You know. Anyway, we talk a lot about trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that going around. Whew. So. That was kind of like the main theme, I would say, the running theme. Of the beginning of season two? Of the first part of season two was uh, trauma. Yeah. And because, trauma awareness. Whew. God. Uh, well, how long do you want to do this test stream for? Know, let's just talk. We, 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 looks, we haven't run out of words yet. It looks beautiful on Twitter. Um, I'm trying to find out if there's a way to open it bigger... Or comment on it on Twitter? I don't think I can. I think I, I can only watch. And it's kind of giving, Twitter's kind of giving me this spinning wheel of death. So I'm going to go over to Twitch. Twitch looks great. I obviously need to focus my camera a little bit and I'll plug in my other two cameras. Sound is obviously fine. Um, yeah. I'm going to follow NFT Susano, Susanu. What? Oh, yeah. Who's yeah. that? NFT uh, Susanu. 
You, yeah. You just started saying NFT and then we just walked away from it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be friends with NFT Susan New. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm excited for some of our um, past Twitch friends. Twitch is so much fun because it's, it's not people's real identities. It's not. Um... Oh, sorry. I'm sharing this link with somebody <laughs> and I had to get the link. Yeah. Twitch is, I really like Twitch because you, you just run into randos that are on the internet. These are people with time on their hands, um, who are on the internet doing things and scoping out new stuff. And that's a really exciting space to make new friends in. And we've had a lot of really interesting people join us on our live streams on Twitch, people who followed us from season to season and, and they each have a different flavor that they bring to the chat stream. Um, that I just, I love so much. And, and, Interacting with people from all over the world is great. All right, so, so I'm I have my post orthodoxy YouTube page up. Mm. DJ Savage says Twitter does lag even worse than the Facebook stream. Oh, which is crazy because the Facebook stream is like seven seconds at behind. least seven seconds. Twitch yeah. is the fastest. Twitch is only a few seconds behind, and Facebook is like yeah maybe seven or seventeen seconds. It's really really slow, so a lot of times you'll comment and it'll take us like thirty seconds before we see the comment and then we have to find a way to artfully work it into conversation. You know what I'm saying um Liz Cox live streaming on brand new tube. I'm gonna check that out brand new tube yeah because i'm I'm one I'm looking for decentralized stream locations right. to help us move beyond Facebook and YouTube people who actually uh are okay with the diversity of ideas in the mm-hmm, marketplace mm-hmm. and figure just let them fight it out and see who wins. Exactly. Like real life should be. And then two, I'm looking for a place to stream audio. I want to be able to stream mm. live audio so that people can tune in live, like while they're driving or from locations so, on the planet that don't have reliable bandwidth. Live stream broadcast, uh, live stream podcast. Yeah. Like maybe a radio channel or something mm. like that. That re- online radio channel Norma Jean told us about a long time ago. Right. I think. Right. I want it to. We're be just going to some- keep adding platforms every week. Yeah, I just want it yeah. to be somewhere where if you have bad internet, you can switch to this and still be able to listen in. You know, because like we have friends in um, friends of the show in countries all over the world, brand new tube, and they don't all have reliable internet. Uh, DJ Savage, Savage said that, um, he's, uh, within a second, YouTube and Facebook live streams are within a second apart for him. Okay. We're talking to you from the future though. (laughs) We're at least seven or eight seconds into the strange unknown called the future. So I'm glad that those, at least those two platforms are close. That's funny. How do I switch my channel? Switch account. There we go. Hello, DJ Savage. Hello, Thanks DJ for Savage. Hello. One of the first people. Oh, ah, what was sorry. that? Sorry, that was some nice binaural beats. Is that copyrighted? Better get I it off. I don't know. We could just try to get banned, and then I'll just fight it. That's yeah. usually what I do. Anytime Facebook's like, "Oh, you're playing a song by Green Day," and I'm like, "I have permission." You have oh. a button where you can just say, I have permission to play it. And then see if they bother with you. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I've done it like four times where, you know, <laughs> I'm like driving down the road, taking a video and some mixtape is playing in the background with, you know, hip songs from the aughts when I was a teenager or whatever. And people are like, 
Facebook's like, that's copyrighted. You don't have permission. And then there's a button where you can be like, I do have permission. And then it's like, oh, we've restored your audio. Hmm. But anyway, this is um, this is really nice. DMT space within release brainwaves, deep trance shamanic binaural drumming. Not a short title. <sighs> That's the name of the piece. By Love Motives. Love. Well, let's ask Love Motives if we can use their stuff. Yeah, this show. is nice. This I is like, a three-hour track. Do you want to share that link? I like having something in the background so that if oh, there's God. a moment where we're thinking. You don't feel so anxious. I don't feel like I just have to be word vomiting all the time. Yeah. Very We're nice. really excited to be back on the air. So uh, excited to we'll talk to you guys again. Sundays mm-hmm. and Wednesdays at noon, just randomly. We just picked a random time. Well, um, yeah, because we've done we've done the 7 p.m. thing and yeah. we've done the 5 p.m. thing. And we're just kind of fishing around for like when when can we have shows that our friends in almost every time zone can participate mm. in. And that's the entire planet. Yeah. <laughs> so like noon Montana is 8 a.m. in Hawaii and 8 p.m. in like South Africa. And, okay, so everybody, and Sweden. Most people are awake. Yeah, most people are awake at noon Montana time. We don't have really anybody following Where's... us or participating in Russia and China. Oh, okay. Except our friend in St. Petersburg, but he's only, that's Not only that 9 p.m. Not that we're opposed yeah. to it. Although we did that show with our friend from, from St. Petersburg. Petersburg. Yeah. And then like a week later, my Instagram got hacked from St. Petersburg. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not accusing my friend. No, no. But we obviously had Although... some sort of attention and somebody like followed a little bit stream. And then I lost my Instagram account for like a month. Oh, it was so stressful. It's like deleted all these photos. They got into my Facebook page. A decade of photos. They got into my Facebook page. They got into... uh, What was that? Oh, nothing. Are those the binaural beats that are supposed to awaken the third eye or whatever? Um, Read that title again. DMT space within. And then there's a little emoji of a lady like doing this. Okay. She's obviously calm. Release DMT brainwave. And then a little emoji of like stars spinning around in a circle. Okay. Deep trance shamanic drumming by Love Motives. That's the entire title. Do you think Love Motives is uh, super rabid about copyright infringement? Release DMT through your pineal gland with this music. You know what? I want to. I have to do research because I promised my dentist. I have to do. I have to do (laughs) some research on because I. There's a story going around yeah. that um, has been for a while. Fluoride may not be the best thing as it is presented. And that fluoride, and here's the, this is where you get into the, I'm not saying this is what I believe. I'm saying this is what I've heard. Yeah. That and fluoride is a modern invention that people think is helping us. It's a byproduct of aluminum production. Is actually what it is. They need to find something to do with it. That's the story I heard. That like you make aluminum and then you get this stuff. And they're like, "What do we do with this stuff?" And they're like, "I put it in toothpaste or whatever." And so like, <laughs> so this is a particular version of the story. This that is you've a heard. very particular version of the Pretty story. Pretty sure your dentist doesn't know that version. No, this is the version that I've cobbled together. You know, like a spider web. That I have all these spider webs in my head that just like catch information according to the subject. <laughs> and this is the, this is the. Fluoride information spider web. Right. That I've been putting stuff in since before the internet. And I just have never looked it up. I've never. No, I've looked it up. I've looked it up. So the idea is, is that fluoride has some benefits. And this is how my dentist assistant put it. Is that like, like anything, 
a little bit is good for you, too much is bad for you. I'm mm. like, okay, that makes sense. Hmm. I can be reasonable about that. But the idea was that fluoride um, uh, encrusts, creates a sort of inhibitor or encrust your pineal gland. Yes, I've heard that back from my... Cr- and what is your pineal gland supposed to do? The seat of your soul, according to some religions. Yeah, I mean, many, many different practices outside the mainstream believe that the pineal gland is literally like your connection to the universe. Okay, right. So they say if you brush your teeth with fluoride, it'll help your teeth, but insulate you from the universe. (laughs) I guess is the thing that I heard, right? So, So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'll wait a week on that one. <laughs> I've sent messages to the universe and didn't get a reply. I don't know if that's your pineal of, gland or because you're bald. I don't know why. You know, because maybe like, I should try a trepanning or trepanning. No, just cut a hole in my head no. because they're supposed to foster communication. That'll help the universe get to your brain better. That's what I heard. I also heard that when they chopped and like, off... How weak is the signal from the universe if fluoride can coat my receptor? I guess it happens. There's a lot of evil shit in the human yeah. environment. I don't man. know how it works. I heard, I think similar to this, I've heard the story that when, that like, uh, that cutting, the, when the Nat- they cut off all the Native Americans' hair, that that was also like, it like made them all sick. Like, what did? Cutting off their hair. Like, like that your well, long that is hair actually a is actually like literally like little antennas to the universe and like cutting your hair is also, I don't know. We don't, dude, there's, here, let's think about this. So imagine there's a pie, right? Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. So imagine there's a pie, and this pie is all of the fucking shit that could ever be known by anybody ever, right? And um, there's an infinitesimal um, sliver that is... Who's doing hate things? Is that you? Hate things? Yeah. No. You did a hate thing. I did a bunch of them. You did an angry oh, face. Oh, let's do some more angry faces. Somebody right else now. did angry faces? There's like some O's and some hearts. and Oh, wow. Everything's going crazy now. That's funny. That's awesome. I did all the hate faces in the beginning because I just do it as a ritual. I know. Somebody somebody else is catching on. That's great. Okay. Um. So what was I saying? So there's a pie, and it's all the knowledge of everything ever for all time. And there's a teeny, teeny, tiny slice that just kind of looks like a line. That is all the things you know that you know. Like, I know how to brush my teeth. I know how to bake an apple pie. I know how to write in cursive. I know how to drive a stick shift. Um, And then there's a much bigger slice, so like a pinky size or something, that is all the things you know you don't know. Like, I know I don't know how to fly an airplane, but I know that some people do know how to fly an airplane. And I've heard about this concept of flying an airplane. Um, I know that I don't know um, all of the particular things you have to do in a Catholic church service. But I know about a Catholic church service. And I know that you have to do particular things in a particular order in a Catholic church service. Um, And so that's all the things you know you don't know. And then the rest of the pie is things you don't know you don't know. Concepts you've never been introduced to words you've never even heard to know that you don't know the definition of them. You've never even heard them. The vast spaces past the borderlands of the known. Yes. Things you don't know you don't know. And most of the world is things that you don't know you don't know. Most of the world is things I don't know that I don't know. You're so limited just using the world. 
I mean the world in a very broad, <laughs> like all of everything. This reality. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what does that mean on my like on my post? So I made a post there on Facebook, yeah. and it's talking to me in Spanish about my name. What? I don't know what that means. Where? Like the post in the comment. Like. Oh, distribuidor de contenido. Yeah, that's why is that about my face? Fascinating. Did you accidentally? You need to take a screenshot of that. I did I already took a screenshot. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Look. Let me see if it's doing that on my Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> Distribuidor. I would post the the image to my thread, but I can't post images. Uh, Liz Cox liked our video. Oh, thank you, Liz Cox. What video? The video that we're doing right oh, now. Thanks, Liz this Cox. Video. Um, yeah, on my side it just says sharer. Are Mine... you running a VPN or something? I don't know. <laughs> Distributor de contento. Contenido. Conteniendo. Conten okay. Probably. I don't know. Content, obviously. Content. Yeah. So I guess I'm in. I, maybe I've just been. In, maybe Duolingo is screwing with me. The, it's the Duolingo owl. The Duolingo owl yeah. has slipped du into my du comment is thread. Coming for you. Like he's if you're like, gonna do this. It's eight forty. We're gonna bitch. do this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to learn Spanish or not? <laughs> <laughs> So thank you, Duolingo Al, for participating in the podcast tonight. That's the only thing I can figure it out. <laughs> Guys, you you've got to look up Duolingo Owl memes and just put a few of them in your in your meme stash. I gave our people a sneak peek at the website. Oh no! Why? <laughs> I don't know. Because it's scary. I'm so scared because I'm afraid somebody that's smarter than me is going to think it's dumb. No, DJ Savage said, um, "How is your website coming along?" I stream directly to my website, and it has the least lag. It then streams to other sources. Obviously, I'm going to have to have a conversation with him. We're going to have to have a conversation soon. Are you using soon. OBS? Are you using Restream? Are you using Vimeo? What are you doing? So I said, uh, we're launching it tomorrow, but here's a sneak peek for you. And also, if you feel like um, posting a link to your live stream website. Oh, yeah. What's put yours? It, put it in the God. comments. Mm -hmm. We're doing a lot of really fun, interactive stuff this season. We're going to be, um, we're going to be featuring a musician that we like every week um so that's gonna be really exciting uh and we're um i guess that's the only interact oh yeah <laughs> shut up i'm drinking we have so many guests lined up i'm really excited we had all these oh guests my god lined up so and many then we had to take a break for two yeah. months <laughs> so many interesting people who are like i'll totally be on your show and they're doing things guys these people are doing things like you're not alone if you feel crazy if you feel crazy I'm really excited about our guest. You're not alone. Who who won't be named, but who is the person who manages the Facebook page. I acknowledge that <gasps> psychedelic class warfare exists. Oh my God, that's going to be so much fun. Uh, we should put that in the comments somewhere. I'll put it in there somewhere. I'll, but, I'll um, add him, the page. Yes, I acknowledge that psychedelic class warfare exists. I believe he identifies as a communist. Yeah. Um, Which I need to re research because the inner childhood Republican in me is still kind of like. Bah! Yeah, I don't even know if I like any kind of ism. I don't know if any ism is really like. I think they've been played out to a point where we need to come up with some. Yeah, I don't super -ism. identify with one. But I really like his page. Yeah, I love his commentary and his willingness to bring up really controversial stuff and talk about it. And, and talk across lines. And be flamed yeah. by his own dedicated followers. I love it. I <laughs> love like, that page. I, I really like your stuff, but I can't believe you would talk about that. I'm like, that is the whole point of what he's doing, and yeah. that is the whole point of what we're doing. 
Thanks for playing. Oh my God, this is so much fun. <laughs> so excited. How are you doing on that drink? I'm going to have to ask Love Motives if we can use their music. Yeah, ask them. I'm going to have to reach out to them and ask them because this is really nice. I just It's a three-hour thing. It yeah. would, we, never, we wouldn't have to do anything. Huh? And we can give them total credit. Yeah. Like, like give them a shout out at the beginning of every, every show. show. Yeah. Music provided to you by yeah, let's this ask track. <laughs> um, I'm really hoping that my uh, guest musician that I'm featuring tomorrow can be Wit Waltman, uh, which is a band that stayed with us at our Airbnb. Yeah, we just met them because they rented a place one yeah, night. Yeah, it was this group of guys and they stayed in our Airbnb and then they sat out on the back porch with like one of those, I don't know, do they have one of those little pianos that you blow into it and play the piano? Or yeah, one of those. Like the world's tiniest little, I don't know. And They then, had many, many instruments. Uh, and they just played quietly and just sang and on played the porch. music on the porch for... And then in the morning before they left, we gave him a tour of the building and they came downstairs and they played the Columbia Gardens piano. And like, he just like, I'm just sitting in my own living room and this kid just starts playing and just breaking out Singing. into this like super yeah. emotional song. And I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> so good. Anyway, I'm going to reach out to them. And then I gave him a little tiny drum. It was like a tiny tabla or something. Yeah. Like the smallest drum, one this big and one like this big. So anyway, add to their tiny travel instruments. They had a great time in Butte, and they're writing a song about Butte. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, is it done yet? I don't know. That's what I need to ask them. Oh, we'll just play any of their songs tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And start talking them up, because I like those kids. I kind of want to play the one that he played in the living room here, but they're, I follow them on Instagram, the whole band, and, and they seem like good people. But yeah, so musician, um, people that we're going to be interviewing to talk about stuff besides ourselves, and then uh, our sources. And we want to hear your guys' sources. I'll say it again. You're not alone. If you feel crazy, if you feel like you're just being ostracized, if you feel like people are losing their minds and you're losing your loved ones, you're not alone. The algorithm makes you feel like you're alone. The algorithm is designed to make you feel isolated. And I'm talking about the algorithm on Facebook and the algorithm on YouTube and the algorithm on Instagram. Like there's algorithms all over the place. And it's in the best interests of people that make money off of mental health medication for you to feel like there's nobody that's like you. Nobody gets it. Nobody else is smart enough to understand what's going on. And if you say anything, you'll lose your community. You might lose the community that you do have because we definitely have like three times over since Been I've been through it several times. Yeah, but yeah. you'll find better people. And some people will stick with you along the way because there are people that you know who are also thinking that they're crazy, but they're afraid to tell you in case you abandon them. And so creating Ooh. a space where we can be trauma aware and open-minded and aware of our own emotions and aware of our own cognitive abilities and then bring that space to our friends and loved ones and try to be like, would you like to have a conversation about this? Like, that's what we're out to do. Outpost in the Borderlands, I think, is my big feeling... It's been our tagline from the beginning, an outpost in the borderlands. Dark and I both had to leave cults to get where we are today. And um, Dark came up with a great metaphor that he's going to share with us tomorrow on the show. Oh. For, oh, we're saving it for tomorrow? Yes. Otherwise, we're going to say everything tonight. See, the algorithm would make me feel so lonely. Yes. If, if I didn't have you, darling. Oh, darling. But um, it's real. The shadow banning is real. It's really like, real. I'll do a post of a cloud, and then there'll be like 50 people like talking You're drunk. about it. I said that 10 minutes ago. When? At the beginning of the show. I, I didn't, hadn't even really begun the drinking yet. 
<laughs> By the way, um, friend of the show, Dr. Bruce, mm. he says, looks good on my end. Oh, cheers. I really like the layout with the comments in the middle. Gives it kind of an inclusive feel. That's what we're after. I have to say, um, and I thank don't think you. it's, thank I don't, you. yeah, thank yeah. you. I don't think it's anonymous, but uh, Dr. Bruce is our very first subscriber on Better Time. By the way, yeah, we haven't talked about the website. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. Right now, this is the sort of, they call it soft opening. Soft launch. The soft launch of part two of <laughs> That's season right. two. So you folks are the exclusive <laughs> pre-show, pre-launch folks that um, have access to the website. So we put it in the comments. It's it's really easy. It's better time. Better ti.me. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to just type that That's in. That's what we're out to do is have a better time with you more often. Better ti.me. That's the website. The website is a umbrella. A portal. That has AinsleySevier.com, DarkSevier.com, SevierStudios.com, no, PostOrthodoxy.com. Yeah, just PostOrthodoxy.com. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You get to watch me struggle week after week with the psychology <laughs> of working my ass off, but not being able to ask people for money to do it. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the very first person who subscribed to our new platform is the person who said, why don't you guys find a way for people to subscribe to your platform? So two years later. Hail. And more money spent than we can hope to claim in probably at least for several months. No, you know what I figured out? What? So look, we we were going to do the whole Patreon style thing where yeah. hip people donate $5, not donate, hip people support, support our work with $5 a month. And Less than a price of a drink. <laughs> every Patreon person ever. God. The problem is, is my Starbucks drink gives me endorphins on a hard day, but my recurring $5 deduction from my bank account to your podcast does not give me endorphins on a hard no, day. No, it gives you endorphins twice a week at noon, Sunday and Wednesday. <laughs> How's that? That's pretty good. All right. But anyway, we were like, we'll do like $5, $15, and $50 or something like, or like $5. We were going to do like $27 because that was the Bernie Sanders amount. We were going to do like $5, $27, and then some egregiously high amount of money a month that would enable you to participate in one-on-one live streams where we hash out a topic of your choice for three hours over drinks or something, you know, like trying to set up Patreon style. And then we were like, fuck this shit. Like someone's ability to support work is not a direct correlation with their financial liquidity Mm -hmm. and it's not fair that just because someone has more money they get more things because the world is already like that all the time right your value doesn't come from the money that you have and we put hours every week into researching and prepping we go to the gym every day which is like more than an hour and dark's listening to youtube videos and like sweating his brains out at the same time um we read countless articles and interact with people all over the world who are doing really smart shit so that we can come into this space and have a conversation with you about getting in control of our own minds and moving beyond brainwashing and finding reliable sources in a really difficult time and um so we made a one level just five dollars a month. Support, support us or don't support us. Yeah, uh, you can still watch us. Yeah, you can. You 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 still get to watch. Are there benefits from supporting? Other than, is there like, like if you go to the website, you could subscribe to the website. Yeah. Do you get anything at this point. What we landed on is rather than 
trying to bust our ass even more to do more stuff for people who have more money yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're like look we're already making four hours of content every week and interacting with people online for hours every day including people on our facebook page and our personal facebook pages having conversations and we have a lot of lurkers who are taking benefit from these conversations people who feel like they're alone who are finding out that they're not alone you're not alone and you're not crazy and and that work is already happening and the five dollars a month subscription on the website is this idea of like look thanks yeah for what you're already doing thanks for doing the stuff we have plans to we have plans for for um regular sticker drops we have plans for a blog um, more in-depth writing. We're both writers. We both have a lot of very weird experiences from early parts of our lives that I think I've at least been told remarkable. Are, are yeah. I'm like, well, to that's, people who didn't have those experiences. That was just my childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and and anytime I can talk about that sort of thing, it seems to help people who who also thought that maybe it was normal, but it wasn't normal. It wasn't and, normal. Yeah. And it's okay to need some community and some work to get out of these weird situations that we've grown up in because of the weird situations that our parents grew up in because of the weird situations that their parents grew up in. Whew. Yeah. So anyway, we're like, look, $5 a month. We're already doing the shit. If you want to sign up, just set it on recurring donation. You can donate. You can support. I need a better word. Donate is not correct. You can support for more if you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, that's me practicing my pitch for tomorrow because I feel really self-conscious. Even though if you were like, hey, Ainsley, I'd like to take piano lessons from you, I'd be like, okay, it's $40 an hour. Because I've studied piano um, for most of my life with various teachers all over the country. And I went to school for it for four years. And I used to be able to memorize um, full hours of music and perform them. Um, so I feel excessively qualified. I've taught piano for over 10 years, and I will very easily request $40 from you to teach you piano for an hour. But you're squishy about I'm um, squishy about these skills because these skills are not quantifiable. The things that I learned growing up in the evangelical church and the things that I learned growing up as the oldest of six homeschooling children, I don't know how to quantify those things, and I don't know how not to quantify yet. the skills that I learned in the point where I feel comfortable saying, I've learned some shit. I have some skills, and I think it could be helpful. I'm confident at this point to say that. Thanks. Yeah. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. Oh, okay. <laughs> You'll get there. Um, I just posted a link in the Facebook and the YouTube comments to the Sevier Studios page. And again, of the website. you can just go to postorthodoxy.com. You can go to postorthodoxy. Really? Postorthodoxy.com points to that URL. Okay. So you can go there, and then there's a <laughs> donate button. Yeah. Tell us if it works or not. Push it. Yeah. Tell us if it works. You can help (laughs) us test our website. (laughs) Mm. So we have a, we're going to have a goal. We have a goal and we're going to realize the goal of um, a thousand people at five bucks a month recurring payment. At that point, Mm -hmm. then we get to start doing larger projects. Oh God. And we can do this full time and do other projects. Those of you that have been following us for the last few years, remember that when the Capitol Hill occupied zone, no, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, or CHAZ, which quickly became Capitol Hill Autonomous something. No, Capitol Hill Occupied Protest. Occupied Protest. Or CHOP. Chop. Chaz, CHOP instead of CHAZ. We rented a fucking car, and he drove to Seattle to go sleep, See the fuck was going sleep on. in a tent in Chaz and take photos and interview people. And that is the shit that we want to do because, oh my God, nobody's doing it. <laughs> well... 
Some people are doing no, it. No, lots of people are doing it. You, it's hard to find. It's, it's not, hard to find. There are eight billion people the reason, on the planet. And the reason we went to that is because there was all. I was watching. You know, I'm like watching Twitter. I'm watching Facebook. Yes, I'm like, what yes, the hell's yes. going on? It's like, oh my god, all of Seattle's on fire. And then I go down there, and it's like, oh my god, all the bikers in the universe are coming to beat up the people. And I went down there, and it was, it was nothing going on. There were a few people hanging out. And then like at six o'clock when people got off work, they came with their families in strollers and walked yeah. around and looked at artwork. Yeah. It was like, it was yeah. so dumb. And like, Th- because you could take one little uh, pixel of what was happening and then blow it up and oh say Seattle God, was Seattle's on fire. On fire. It was the, cra- now granted I got there when the police were not throwing tear gas. Yeah. So, however, like if you, have not been there you don't know what Mm -hmm. capitol hill is you Mm -hmm. don't know what part of seattle it is you don't know the history of the place you don't know why this thing would be happening here and you don't know how it relates to the rest of the city same thing in portland it's like a two-block area in portland that's been going on with the black lives matter thing from from way back in the beginning and everybody's like oh my god portland's on fire it's like no that trash can in portland is on fire yeah and that's a very, very small section of one street in one neighborhood in one part of Portland. Not to minimize the movement. Not at or all, because it got lots on. of attention. But like but people, I like, didn't even being smart, yeah. reading things, trying, trying to, to read find... between the lines, did not compare to actually being there on the ground with eyeballs and earballs and listening to what the hell was going on. And hearing on. an interview from someone who lived there, yeah. like doing yeah. an interview with someone who lived there who was like, I'm so glad... When the police leave so that I don't have tear gas floating in the windows of my house. Well, I'm trying to eat my pizza. The police. Watch my episode of Cops. The protesters are not disrupting my life. No, it's the police. In that in that particular story, in that particular scene. Anyway, we want to do more. Uh, I have a nice little small resume of doing some fun shit. Yeah. At uh, points in history. And I'd like to continue it on. So right Fuck. now we're shooting for the thousand people at five bucks a month. So I, if you want to participate, yeah. really, it's not that much money that we're asking for. You could also subscribe at like a hundred thousand a month if you wanted to, and you get that kind of. You could do that <laughs> as well. If uh, you want to bankroll all of Sevier like, Studios, make us actually do more shit. We have a, a wide variety of projects lined up that are waiting for. See, we have to do other kinds of jobs to actually pay the bills right now. But the goal is eventually to have this be our paying income. We pay taxes on it and we do this for a job and we have a mobile kit and we go to places when shit is happening and tell you about it directly so that you don't have to be like, I wonder if this newscaster is giving me a correct aspect of what's going, you know, like we're going to go and interview the donut shop owner that was there and saw what happened. We're still live on Facebook, I guess, the copyright infringement. Maybe it's the binaural beats have bypassed the AI. KC Ten Boom. Yeah. Oh, Corey Ten Boom. Oh, yeah, I remember this guy. Yeah. KC Ten Boom says, boring stuff doesn't generate clicks on the news sites, so they ham it up. It's true. What are you saying? He's saying the reason why we can't find accurate representations uh, of what's going on in our country is because if then it bleeds, it leads. People wouldn't be glued yeah. to the television or the or the website of the newspaper if it was a calmly presented story with factual information about the scale of what was actually happening during these events. And then you would go live your life and you wouldn't need so many antidepressants. Yeah, if you're interested in some of the weird things that are happening in the world, some of the things that uh, seem actually more relevant than finding out what the Kardashians are doing in the evening, you could go to Unicorn Riot 
if you don't know what Unicorn Riot is, um, they have a Twitter, they have a Facebook, they have all the platforms, and it's a it's a really interesting decentralized alternative news source. So uh, Unicorn Riot is supported. They have a following. If something goes down in Standing Rock, somebody there contacts Unicorn Riot and mm-hmm. says, "I got a live stream going on." They're like, "Okay, put it in." So yeah. there, there are they, that's what I like about eyeballs, Twitter. Eyeballs mm-hmm. go there all the time anyway. And if something happens uh, within the milieu of what they're talking about, which is basically the end of capitalism, uh, then you can find out where those hotspots are. Right. So I like Unicorn Riot. They're one of my sources to go to when I when stories that are not being re- uh, reported on the mainstream show up in my stream. Um, that's how I found out about the Standing Rock thing on that Thursday in September 2016 where it wasn't on CNN or NBC or CBS right. or Fox News or any, and it wasn't on anything and there were people with cameras uh, broadcasting through Unicorn Riot saying we're being attacked, people are being shot uh, somebody come help us and so I was able to because uh, the public radio station at the time was still a social justice radio station Ooh. and so I went on and said hey maybe Ooh. we should go find out what's going on and people came to the station literally with money and said go find out what's going on Yes, and we did this amazing three trip um, investigation into various phases of mm-hmm. what happened in Standing Rock a newspaper article was written that was shared to 50 different newspapers a audio documentary was made that was put into the Pacifica radio uh, library and I put the, um, hundreds of photos up for free under the Creative Co- uh, Commons license, non-commercial license on uh, on Flickr. And they, they're still being used They're being day. used every yeah. month by people talking about that incident or like-minded or, or, or related incidents. So that was all done because one guy with a camera connected to a network and I saw it. And relationships were formed lives were changed perspectives were shared that people were not seeing anywhere else that potential is still there um and so we hope to be one of those people that taps into the unicorn Mm -hmm. network whenever something is happening that's worth maybe it's a big having a different perspective on other than a republican perspective or a liberal perspective or if you want to actually get a postpartum partisan perspective of something happening on the planet without having to go the, through the filter of a of a, like a calcified tribe we're your peeps yeah we're like um not anti-tribe we're like post-tribe <sighs> i like the idea of having a tribe as in like yes. people that i love that i trust that j- that i jive with right I like tribes i don't know if i like tribalism Tribal- but we're definitely like not called survivors because then you're defining yourself by the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, what are we? We're bringing. We're bringing. We're, we're bringing the yeah. post cult eye to the world around you. Like how much of this story is being defined? You're gonna make me want to say the thing by poli- people's political. I'm not saying the thing. Identity tomorrow. politics. No, we're gonna. No, we're not gonna say it till tomorrow. It's the most beautiful metaphor of the week. We're excited about it. I'm ready for another gin and tonic. We've been live streaming for like an hour. Already? Yeah. It was so easy with you guys. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for participating and sharing your links. Um, I'm excited to look at DJ Savage's website. I hope you guys check out Whit Waltman. I hope you guys join us tomorrow at noon Montana time, which is 11 a.m. Pacific. 
and 2 p.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. in Hawaii, and 8 p.m. in South Africa and the EU. Preparing for the brave world that we're moving into, um, we're going down the Mad Max trilogy. We got through almost to like 20 minutes left oh, in, in Road Warrior. I didn't even know there was a first Mad Max. Yeah, he was like, let's I watch thought, let's I thought watch we were going to watch Road Warrior. And, and so it I was like, like some... Pull it up on YouTube. <laughs> some alien pod version of Mel Gibson. Um, so weird. I'm like, I sort of recognize him it, when he frowns. It's an interesting <laughs> low-budget movie. And then, and then we watched Road Warrior last night, but we have to watch the ex- exciting conclusion this evening. I don't um, know if we're going to make it, man. Yeah, what? It's only... What time is it? Um, it's 9 p.m. It's 9. I, I got a shout out. Uh, he hasn't said anything, but Ooh. Chef Boyardee is in the chat oh, right on, on Twitch. Hey, we're back, for bitches. Yeah. So excited. And Droop Dog. Oh, yeah? I don't know who Droop Dog is. but um, Thanks for tuning in. Bethalda, Droop Dog, and uh, Chef Boyardee. So this is the soft launch of part two of season two. Episode zero starts tomorrow at high noon. Um, and then we're going to go from there. I'm really excited about the show tomorrow. We're like really well organized. Yeah, I took notes. I made notes and I made in this chat thread is the, my Substack article. Yeah. That is giving you um, some context for what our show is going to be about tomorrow. It's a retelling of who is post-Orthodoxy, how did we get here, Yeah, and what are we doing? It's only going to get better and better, guys. We're going to have a better time. We're going to have more interesting guests. And I mean... More guests who are interesting, not guests who are <laughs> not guests who are more interesting than the previous ones, because all of our guests have been choice. We got to find another shot glass for making these drinks, because I don't think it's a shot. It's like a shot. Yeah, it's not a shot. Two shots. Shot glass. It's not. Right. No, it's not. This is why we go through a lot of gin. I got to pee. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh my god. I okay. This is really good practice. I'm so amazed. Probably something's not going to work tomorrow. So. Oh well. All right. Uh, hey, don't speak that into existence, mm. man. We love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Swimmingly. (laughs) I can't be around you right now. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? All right. Okay. All right. Bye, fam. See you tomorrow. tomorrow. (laughs) And thanks to Love Motives. That was awesome. Yeah. Thank you for visiting our Outpost in the Borderlands. Post-Orthodoxy is a project of Sevier Studios. We host ongoing, interactive conversations centered around cognitive liberty, and you can join in by catching one of our live streams on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You can also catch each conversation after the fact as a podcast by searching for Post-Orthodoxy wherever podcasts are found. If you take value from the work we are doing and the community we are building together, you can support the Outpost in the Borderlands for as little as $5 a month on our website, Better Time. That's betterti.me. Visit the Sevier Studios page and subscribe. You can also support The Outpost by following and connecting with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, and or Substack. Our post-Orthodoxy theme music was composed by Frank Pascal, and a special thanks goes to our voice actors, Amelia, Colin, Zbo, Rosie, Gabo, Vicky, Mokai, and Tony. Thanks for playing. (laughs) What's outside your reality bubble? I think I dribbled a bit, that last one.